0: Hello and welcome to the Leaders Council Podcast, the podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join me in a sunny yet empty capital. I'm Matthew O'Neill, and today, as always, we ensure that we have a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership. First, we're joined by Filippo Torriani. Founder and Chief Executive of Queen of Clubs Lifestyle Luxury Services, a multinational based luxury concierge company which supplies travel solutions and tailored concierge services. Philippio, hello.
1: Hello, everybody. Hello, Matthew. Hi. Good morning,
0: everyone. Good morning. Thank you for coming on to the program today. Now, um, normally we get straight no, to talking you. about leadership, but uh, under the current circumstances, I'd be remiss if I didn't address the COVID-19 outbreak. How has this affected your business?
1: Well, obviously working and travel, this uh, has affected totally our uh, business at the moment. Everything uh, has gone down to zero. The business and everything that we had in the book already for uh, the summer has been cancelled, so this is Definitely one of the uh, biggest challenges ever since we opened the company ten years ago.
0: I'm sure. Now, have you had to do uh, quite a lot of work in getting people home from places which you had uh, arranged for them to go?
1: Of course, yes, indeed. We have three offices in three different countries. One is in Switzerland, the other one is in Paris, in France. And the headquarters in London, uh, where I used to be based. Uh, at the moment, I mean Aziza, which was our tour destination that uh, has been open a couple of years ago. We have another office here, and everybody's working from home now. Some of uh, them have been uh, um, full of, at the moment, uh, as you know. So mm, at the moment, we have something like uh, five top managers working full-time, and some other. People working from home but you yeah. like when I say work I mean that they have to deal with uh, the day-to-day operation and try to keep the relationship with our agents and uh, obviously cancel uh, and refund everything uh, we had in the book so far.
0: Now do you believe that this is going to have a permanent impact on your business?
1: Sorry, mate, you can repeat again?
0: Do you believe uh, that COVID nineteen is going to have a permanent impact on your business?
1: I wouldn't say permanent. Uh, everything uh, will go back to normality sooner or later. And uh, yeah, although this is a pandemic for sure, it's. Uh, I truly believe that you know you cannot really ask the world to stop traveling, especially. Nowadays, so the, the impact will be uh, definitely tremendous. But we also work in a, such a niche uh, segment, which is the luxury uh, travel. So we are trying actually to develop um, more uh, different products. Uh, we have been uh, uh, official private jet brokers since. And nearly two years now, and this is, for example, one of the products we like to sell the most now. uh, People will look for uh, uh, more for security, of course, and they want to stay safe, and they do not want to mingle too much with people. Therefore, if they can, they will try private. For example, airports will be one of those places. Mm. where people do not really want to be in the next uh, few months. So, yes, the the impact is definitely tremendous. But everything will will have an end and we will go back to normal sooner or later.
0: Now, uh, we should move on to the subject of leadership, of course. Um, I always like to start this portion of the conversation off by asking a very simple question. What does the word "leader" mean to you?
1: Leader is someone who believes in himself, uh, even when everybody around him uh, doubted. And uh, you need to uh, you need to try to, to uh, express yourself as much as you can, and uh, have everybody around you uh, to to trust you, even when. Uh, the situation is uh, obviously adverse, like right like now.
0: And how would you describe your personal leadership style?
1: I started my business 10 years ago on my own, so I was the leader of myself, actually. And uh, that was probably um, the toughest uh, part of my business career Uh you need to believe in yourself, and you need you need to um, really um, try to communicate, being uh, very secure. Um, and then you start to have people around you, and you need to start to convince them that what you're doing is cool, and uh, and it can it can be turned out into a proper business. So, yeah. This, this is probably mm. how I feel now. Like, uh, you know, I feel that I need to to give uh, security to people around me, at least to my staff.
0: Now, when it comes to your staff, of course, um, a good working relationship is a, is obviously essential within any sort of business. But people are human, of course, and humans get into conflict inevitably with each other. How do you diffuse conflict within the workplace?
1: Sorry, Matt. You can, the line was pretty bad. Can you repeat
2: this? First um, again?
0: Now, of course, everyone strives to work well together, but inevitably there is always yeah. conflict in any sort of human interaction. How do you uh, sure. diffuse conflict within your company?
1: Well, of course, you need you, you always need to start when there are conflicts in the company, especially in the you know tough moments or in uh, when 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 the company is, for example, in a in a in, in a financial uh, uh, um, difficulty. You need first of all you need to try to keep all your managers calm. You know to share ideas you need know, to try to uh really share the problems as well and and every problem has a solution so um unfortunately I say unfortunately because this is one of the tasks that a leader should um uh, always uh, have is uh, to be also a mentor it's very difficult to be a mentor mm. first of all, I mean you can be a mentor to your daughter or but, you know, to, <laughs> to your family, but um, it's very difficult also to be a mentor. Probably probably you need to show once again, and uh, sorry if I repeat that, but you need to show security, because everybody around you doing this very difficult moment will look at you as an example. Uh, so you better stay calm and you better act as a leader before to think you are a leader and everything will come along
0: now do you have some of sort of structured mentorship program within your uh, organization or is it more of a uh, as an as and win sort of situation
1: well well actually just just this week we have decided to send out to all our survey to first of all to all our agents and uh, agencies around the world this is a good moment to to to, to ask. What they think about us and what they've been thinking about us, um, you know, after 10 years in business. And we're going to do the same actually with our staff. We're sending out surveys uh, to, to all of our uh, employees, asking uh, what they really think uh, in general about our company, but also going uh, deeply into every office what they think about our procedure and everything, even what they think about me, for example. And this is something that we started now. And together with this, we just open a new internal email, which is uh, actually named Ideas. Uh, where everybody is free to send ideas to this email, and we will discuss all these ideas every Friday in order to, you know, to, to keep them as, a, to make them feel part of the, the company, even during this stage where maybe they're not going to be so busy and they stay home.
0: Well, unfortunately, our time together is drawn to its close. But before I let you go, what does the next 12 months have in store for Queen of Clubs?
1: Well, uh, once again, this is a very, you know, we are navigated in a very certain water. Therefore, uh, unfortunately, for everybody in travel now, what is is very difficult is to predict when this is going to be over and how and when airports will open up again. So, you know, people will be, free again to, to to travel so as soon as we understand what uh, that date can be then definitely we will uh you know we will start with different new products we we'll start to keep and provide uh, our traveler uh, a totally different way to travel again more and more and more private and unfortunately um, the, everything will be focused on give them uh, privacy and uh, I have to say unfortunately because it would be very very difficult to mingle again like before mm. with people and this is probably um, will be the problem which will be uh, the, the biggest to say so shaking hands, hugging people, mingling with strangers And having a conversation at the bar of a restaurant with a proper stranger close by Mm. would be unfortunately very difficult. So good everybody. Well,
0: it's been an absolute pleasure, Filippo, having you on the program. And I do hope that we can have you back on in happier times. Uh, Filippo, thank you.
1: Thank you very much, Matty. Thanks, everybody. Have a good day.
0: That was Filippo Torriani. Founder and Chief Executive of Queen of Clubs Luxury Lifestyle Services. And now, if you haven't heard it before, is
3: Jonathan White's exclusive interview with Sir Geoff Hurst. Uh, We're now joined, uh, though, by former England footballer and still the only man to score a hat-trick in a World Cup final, Sir Geoff Hurst. Uh, Thank you very much for coming on today.
2: Uh, You're welcome. You're welcome. Good afternoon. they were people that Alf didn't think wanted to be part of the group. Um, so that that's, that's for me. In terms of my personal view, I think that it looked prior to the um, World Cup that I was going to be playing in um, it only a few games before I was I was playing and I played with the immigrants in the game against Yugoslavia only a couple of months before the final. And it looked at that stage as if I was going to be, be playing. in in the team but uh, in a couple of friendly games more friendly games before the final in Poland and uh, uh, Norway I think in Denmark
1: Mm.
2: I didn't I played two of the four games and I probably didn't quite replicate my my form that I'd been showing at West Ham and in the early couple of games for England and he he left me out in the first game of of the World Cup against uh, Uruguay he started off with Jimmy Green so I had an impact of thinking I at that stage I, like I was going to play and didn't start because of just a lack of form. I didn't play quite well enough to justify my position. And somewhat fortuitously, I only got back into the team because of a, a nasty gash just shin um, on Jimmy Green's leg.
3: And I think what you've said there, uh, Jeff, actually does sum that up really well. And more than that, whilst it's important to have that
2: I'll be involved in the squad initially. Uh, not at all. I didn't. You're not aware of the magnitude of the occasion, really. Looking back at Al, mm. Al. so I never really felt. People talk about pressure a lot, and it's there. And people, players talk about people talk about it in life. I didn't really feel necessarily feel any great pressure pressure during the time I was there. And what is also important to say about Alf Ramsey, the people he, he left behind that, that were left in the squad after he moved one or two players out. The squad were uh, a a bunch of very hard nosed professional, uh, top quality people. And that was, again, the leadership that Al showed. He he got people in together that were very, very strong personally. Um, uh, And I think that was part of the success we had. We were very, I always describe our our group as hard nosed professionals. Uh, We had some great players, but overall, they were great, hard nosed professional players. Um, and great quality people who we've kept in contact with, you know, over the years.
3: And Jeff, I've got to ask, and I'm I'm not making this up, I've genuinely heard that people do ask you whether or not you realised there were people on the pitch at that moment. I imagine you were busy on something else.
2: Well, I I did some theatre shows last year. They've gone fairly well, and we're going to do a series of uh, theatre shows. In fact, starting this week. Over the next uh, two or three months, and uh, at the end of the theatre shows, we have about twenty minutes where we uh, uh, allow the people in the audience to ask questions. And there's—I won't mention both. But they're too long to talk about both questions. Um, one, the other one's a really stupid one. It's too long for me to tell you. It's absolutely ridiculous. Okay. But the, the the other ridiculous question I get asked: Did I realise there were people on the pitch? And, of course, I jokingly say, yes, I was just about to to shoot to score the goal. And I looked around, put my foot on the ball and looked around for a little while and said, oh, dear, there are six or seven people running on the pitch. So that's, uh, I've had been asked that once at one of the theatre shows. (laughs) So I joke and make a joke about that and saying, yes, I put my foot on the ball and waited, just had a glance around, you know.
3: uh, well, I mean, I you, you want me can tell you if you
2: want. You got time? I can tell I go, you. If you want
3: Jeff? Go on, go. On. I think I'd be, it would be silly if I said no at this point. Okay, so I was uh, doing a, a at a
2: dinner in in the Channel Islands, three or four hundred people, black tie dinner, guest of honour. On this occasion, I was speaking for about twenty minutes, then allowing uh, questions from the audience at the end of the evening. And there was usual football questions, and then all of a sudden, I heard a somebody at the back who
3: You, you don't uh, have to, but I will. Uh,
2: well, it's, it's okay for a third party to do it. Uh, perhaps, um, perhaps that may have been the case over the years. Uh, people look at you, and um, uh, maybe uh, it has a, a helpful effect. Uh, but I do think you, you, how you behave and set examples on and off the pitches, people must realise that uh, that's, that has an influence. How you react and behave mm. to, to situations on and off the field. But without the attitude alongside that, going back to an earlier question, you wouldn't have been as ultimately, ultimately successful.
3: Exactly. Without that, you could, the, the, the whole will never be greater than the sum of its parts, but with it. Yes, the word, the, word is the,
2: word is t- the word is team. Absolutely. And I always use the word team when I talk sometimes. You know, together, everyone achieves more. And that that's the same in any walk of life. That, that's fundamental.
3: And uh, lastly, uh,